Joe Biden have been attacked for his policies. Now, we want Joe Biden to have even more progressive policies, but he has been much. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. More progressives than we thought. He's instituted good form of Keynesian economics with a touch of MMT. And as such, the economy that all these economists claim was going into recession or would have gone into recession, it's not going into recession. It's zooming up. A lot of people getting employed. And inflation, when left to scarcity or not, has been fairly stable. In fact, guess what has started happening again? As, as the, gas comp- the gas thugs, the, the petroleum thugs, try to raise the price of a barrel of gas, get a barrel of oil, guess what started to happen? People started to react, and now oil prices are dropping again, even as Saudi Arabia have taken several million barrels off the market because Americans are smartening up. They're saying we are going to do we are going to have take a little bit more control. So now Biden took control in the way we instituted a form of Keynesian and MMT in in the way we place money. And now we got to reproduce it, of course, because uh, on October 1st, a lot of people lost some benefits that are imperative. But anyhow, 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 as it turns out. The jobs report come out today and it doubles what they expected it to be. I want you to listen to Biden's uh, victory lap because it made it, 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 you know, it made me happy to see him say this. But you're going to have the naysayers who over and over and over again have gotten it wrong to try to come up with. Well, here we go again. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. The economy created three hundred thirty six thousand jobs in September alone. That means since I've taken office, we've created 13.9 million new jobs. You heard me say it before, I'm going to keep saying it. My dad had an expression. He said, Joey, a job's about a lot more than a paycheck. It's about your dignity. It's about respect. It's about being able to look your kid in the eye and say, honey, it's going to be okay and mean it. Well, 336,000 more Americans, if they have children, can say that to their children and mean it. The unemployment rate has stayed below 4% for 20 months in a row, the longest stretch in 50 years. We've achieved a 70-year low in unemployment rate for women, record lows in unemployment for African-Americans and Hispanic workers, and people with disabilities, folks who have been left behind in previous recoveries and left behind for too long. We have the highest share of working-age Americans in the workforce in 20 years. And it's no accident. It's Bidenomics. We're growing the economy from the middle out, the bottom up, not the top down. And inflation is coming down at the same time. It's down 60% since last summer. Core inflation was just 2.2% over the past three months. And now we have the lowest inflation of any major economy in the world. Today, we're celebrating National Manufacturing Day. We didn't name it that. It was already National Manufacturing Day. 
but it seems appropriate. I can think of no better way to mark the occasion than to thank the 13 million Americans who are in manufacturing jobs as we speak. They're restoring our pride, making things in America. And today I want to highlight that of those 13 million manufacturing jobs, 815,000 of those jobs were created since I took office, twice as many as the previous administration. And report what we learned earlier this week that spending on construction for new factories being built to generate more economic growth and jobs hit an all time high last month. Folks, Bidenomics is about investing in America and investing in American workers. And businesses are investing more in manufacturing than ever before, are bringing the supply chains home. Before the pandemic, supply chains was a phrase most people didn't even associate with, didn't think much about. And uh, but today, after a few uh, delays in availability of parts and products everyone has known about, they know why it's so important. My economic plan is bringing supply chains home and investing in industries of the future so we can make things in America again with American workers. We're creating good jobs in communities all across the country, including in places that have been left behind for the last, in some cases, 20 years. Because the factories they used to work at for years and years shut down, leaving them with no options, no jobs in that community, all over the Midwest and all over the Northeast. That under Bidenomics, you won't have to leave home now to get a good job. I don't know how many times I heard and out on the road, people saying, my kid came up to me, got a decent education in the state, came up to me and said, mom, I got to leave. No jobs. No jobs. Well, you're going to be able to find a good job close to home more and more all across America. We're also making sure the jobs we're creating offer workers a free and fair right, if they choose, to join a union, to form a union. Bidenomics is leading to surge in unionized workers exercising their collective bargaining rights. For example, our, our clean school bus program under the bipartisan infrastructure law is replacing dirty diesel buses with clean electric buses so children getting on and off those buses can bring clean air, not diesel fuel. We're encouraging the companies building those buses to allow their employees to unionize if the employees choose. And it's working. We saw in Georgia when at Blue, workers at Bluebird, the electric school bus manufacturing company that's receiving federal funds, voted to unionize because that was their choice. Treasury Department laid out recently in a major report that unions and collective bargaining are good for the economy overall. They help raise wages not only for the workers in that factory, but for everyone, whether or not they're a union, whether or not you belong to a union. And they also increase, uh, 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 excuse me, they also increase corporate uh, growth. And today's job report is just another example of what it looks like when we focus on building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down, while bringing deficits down at the same time. You know, just this summer, I signed a strong bipartisan law where I shook hands with the former speaker. And uh, we passed in the House and the Senate as well to cut spending by $1 trillion over the next 10 years. Unfortunately, last weekend, Republican House members decided they were going to put that progress in jeopardy. 
instead of honoring that commitment they made, they once again brought us to the brink of a government shutdown, creating unnecessary instability and risk in order to secure more extreme cuts in programs that help working Americans and seniors. Cuts that would have hurt everyone from hurt U.S. manufacturing, that would have stymied the pay of military people, a whole range of things. They tried cutting funding by 30% for small businesses, which are growing under our administration, for local manufacturers, for manufacturing extension partnership program that, that helps small and medium-sized manufacturers attract and train workers and grow their businesses. But we stopped them. Quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of Republicans in the House saying they want to cut the deficit when all they really want to do is once again cut taxes for the very wealthy and big corporations, which will only add to the deficit. When I was able to cut the federal debt by $1.7 trillion over that first two, and a half, two years, well, remember what we were talking about. Those 50 corporations that made $40 billion weren't paying a penny in taxes. Well, guess what? We made them pay 30%. Uh, 15% in taxes, 15%, nowhere near what they should pay. And guess what? We're able to pay for everything and we end up with an actual surplus. You know, it's not about, it's not what the economy needs right now, more tax cuts for the wealthy. I've said it before and I'll say it again. We've cut the deficit by over $1 trillion since we've taken office. Laws that I sign will cut it by another $1 trillion over the next 10 years. And my budget would cut it by another $2.5 trillion over 10 years. Here's the deal. The federal debt went up by 50% under my predecessor, in part because he passed a $2 trillion tax cut overwhelmingly skewed to the very wealthy and large corporations. I believe we should be reducing the deficit by making sure that the wealthy and large corporations and just pay their fair share. I'm not going to pay 90%. Just pay their fair share by cutting wasteful spending on special interests like big oil, all the money they made and paid so little in taxes. Big pharma, same thing. You know, we just gave the American public a real gift in terms of what, not gift, but fairness in terms of what they have to pay for insulin and what they're going to have to pay for other things. Well, guess what? That also cut the federal debt. Cut the federal debt. For example, over a thousand billionaires in this country. And I know you're going to hear me say this until I'm able to change it. You know what their average rate of pay, the federal tax rate is? 8%. 8%. I think you should be able to be a trillionaire, a billionaire, a zillionaire if you want, but pay your taxes for God's sake. Pay some fair, or something approaching a fair tax. That's less than a teacher or a firefighter or a cop pays in their taxes. It's just wrong. Look, House Republicans should put us back in, shouldn't put us back in a crisis mode again. We have only 40 days for Congress to get back to work. They're on the same House Republicans on recess now, to fund the government, avoid a shutdown, and protect the tremendous gains American workers have made over the past two and a half years. Shutdown would mean troops don't get paid. Air traffic controllers wouldn't get paid. There'd be all kinds of problems at airports. Loans to small businesses would be delayed and closing some of them. It's time to stop fooling around. House Republicans, it's time for you to do your job. Continue our progress, growing the economy, investing in America, investing in the American people. So let's get to work for the American people. They're waiting and they're watching. We got to get to work. Thank you all very much. Absolutely. Uh, folks need to get serious. So again, 
the economy is doing just fine. The work uh, people are getting jobs. That is not to say that there are not people struggling. And that is where uh, I think President Biden, the media and others have failed. They haven't failed. They have allowed the right, the, the, the lies and the misinformation for the right to cauterize into the people's psyche. And in doing so, they've had an effect. The good thing that they haven't had an effect on yet is to stop people from participating in the economy. Uh, if you take a look at the jobs report, which we're going to have another feature in that in a little bit, you will see that a lot is actually uh, that people are still positive on their own personal economies. They're still pos uh, positive on their friends, people, econ uh, personal economies, because that's their surrounding. And they're going to the bars. They're going to the restaurants. That's why the economy is still flourishing. They're doing all the things one does in a vibrant economy, even as uh, the, the right has spent billions talking an economy down and messing with the psyches of people. It is our job to go out there and inform and inform accurately. And that's what we will do. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.